five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome everyone to Truth Beer and Pad Sequences. Yay! So this is a podcast where my co-host and I listen or watch all the Cincinnati-based craft beer media from the previous week. We get together at a podcast host, and today we are back at Higher Gravity Summit Park. Thank you, Higher Gravity, for being a gracious podcast host. Now, hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other uh, craft beer media and podcasts, and so far, so good. I think they may We're be on a roll, yeah. Taking some uh, time off for the holidays and mm-hmm. certain situations. So we're doing all right there. Uh, so uh, my name is Marco. I'm a chapter manager here locally. And the other voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in podcast, Landia. My name is Julia, and I had something really good for this, but I just completely blanked. It is beer vent season. It is. And I am so freaking happy. As of recording this, we are five days into beer vent season. Woo! It has been absolutely fantastic. What's Hopefully, up with all these beer vent boxes? Still I here? know. There's still, what, two, three? There are, like... Almost 20 beer vent boxes here that still have not been picked up. Sad. What What is happening, people? Sad. Oh, my goodness. Well, hopefully they still enjoy them when they do come to pick them up. Yeah. And if they don't pick them up by January 1st, uh, the fine folks at Higher Gravity will enjoy all the beers for you. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you're enjoying uh, the posts that I'm putting on the Truth Beer Podcast. Wow. Truth Beer and Consequences Facebook page. I'm sharing all of the... The parodies and commentary and and all that as I, I love it as I go over uh, what each day's each day's beer is and uh, I have so much fun with it. So here's to another year of people not getting too terribly annoyed with all of my posts. They're great. I, I love them. Good. I'm glad. I do it for you, Marco. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Now the thoughts and opinions on this podcast are ours and ours alone. They do not reflect any entity which we may be affiliated with, such as Higher Gravity or our full time jobs. That being said, we appreciate you and thank you for your listenership. Thank you, everyone who's been with us for a long time, and thank you to everyone who is new. We would not be a good craft beer podcast if we weren't having some sort of beverage. That's true. So, Julia. Marco. What you drinking? I am drinking something from a brewery that I've never had before. Okay. Fair State Brewing. That's This fair. is called Favor of the Foxes. Love the name. It is a what dark. What does the fox say? Uh, it says, give me a dark lager with coffee. Okay, very good. Yeah, and dog agrees. It's pretty daggone good. I'm enjoying this one a lot. Excellent. Yeah. Nick said it was good. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. Yeah. I don't know if there's any lactose in it. It doesn't look like it, but sometimes with coffee I'll skip it. type beers and all that, right. So apologies for not offering you any. I just, I don't want to kill you. Producer Nick was here earlier, and he now was. we have uh, producer... Is it Christy? Uh, I am having a, what is this, Blue Bear or some? Cave Bear? Bear Cave? Bear Cave? Bear Cave? Cave Bear? From Rheingeist. Delicious. It is a Imperial IPA. So this one's for you there, uh, Dippa Josh. Hell yeah. Hope you're doing well there, buddy. And uh, yeah, it's very good. good. Very good. It is hoppy, yet smooth, and it's uh, clear and not hazy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good. I, I, Excellent. I like it. All right. Uh, we have, I believe, five pieces of Cincinnati-based crepe beer media to talk about today. Okay, which is at least 
three more than last week? It, it like is. That. It is. Yeah, last week we had two, but the we deuce. also had a lot of fun doing bonus content. We did. Hopefully everybody went and listened to and hopefully enjoyed uh, that content. Yeah. I will say that after we stopped recording, I did realize, and I talked to you about this when we were done recording, I was getting raisin. Raisin was the flavor note that I was getting out of the 2023 base family tradition mm-hmm. that I couldn't pick out. I was saying not tannic, but maybe like a date or something like that. Didn't I say raisin? You said raisin when we did the barley wine. Oh, okay. And when you said that, that's when it kind of clicked. Oh, that seems to be the same taste that I, I feel like I'm getting out of the 2023 yeah. base. Maybe I was making it up, but either way, it was delicious. It was fantastic. So your truth. It is my truth. All right, the pieces of media that we are going to talk about today. Let's make sure we're on the, the same page that we took notes on the th- on, on the same thing. Yes, there we go. I'm telling you, this is going to be a fun night. We have Blake the Brewery Explorer. We have two pieces of content that we're going to go over today for yep. him. Um, one was episode 12 where he and a bunch of other people talked about the accumulation of season one of Blake the Brewery Explorer. Uh, and then also tied to Blake the Brewery Explorer, we're going to be talking about the latest Thirsty Thursday YouTube video. He was It was also shared to Facebook and a couple other places where they recapped season one. It was posted on November the 30th. So did you catch that one as well? It was like a 10-minute episode. Yeah. Okay. For, All right. uh, talking about Blake the Brewery Explorer, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yep. And things that are happening with that. That'll be kind of a quick recap, but just there's some cool things that are happening there that, uh, that we'll, we'll tell you about and give you little teasers for. Uh, Then we have the, so this one's going to be a little weird, and we'll get to why it's a little weird when we talk about it. The Craft Parroting Podcast, Mm -hmm. their 2023 Higher Gravity Beer Event Calendar Preview. Yes. Okay, all right. That was also both YouTube and podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we have Brew Skies Booze News. Yes, the Booze News. And then we have a national show to talk about, a national podcast, Brewbound Podcast, where they talked about garage beer. Yep. Awesome. So it looks like we have the exact same shows in our repertoire. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start? I want to start with uh, the oldest one. Okay, so the Blake. Blake. The, the Blake series, we'll call it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll start with the Blake series. Okay. So this was, as just said, uh, episode 12, Cheers to Season 1. This one was recorded at Third Eye's Hamilton location with the Craft Parenting Podcast, the Misbehavior Podcast, and Zach Holly. It was a really fun conversational podcast. It wasn't a, here's a list of questions that we want all of our guests to answer, kind of like, it wasn't an interview-type podcast. It was, let's all get right. together and just talk about craft beer and just kind of the podcast tie-ins for that. Right. It was more free flow than long form. Exactly. Exactly. They started with how everyone got into craft beer. Some of the stories we've heard before. Uh Some of the stories were were new to me. I don't know. I think you've listened to more misbehavior episodes than I have. Uh, Caroline immediately started. Caroline immediately started by name dropping Mikey D. Morgan, Brett, and shouting out the brew the Bruce guys uh, conglomerate Mm -hmm. of of what they're doing. Both Bruce guys booze news and the the Bruce guys happy hour podcast, Mm -hmm. which everyone should be listening to the Bruce guys happy hour podcast. It is an amazing oral history of craft beer in America. Mike is a professor who also has a. uh he, he teaches a class on mm. beer. Yes, yes. Did you know that, uh, Julia, uh, Julia, did you know that Caroline... Caroline! 
Here and I went to um, a class, a, a, a beer class in uh, college. I want to say that I did hear that before. Did you know she was an uh, engineer as well? I did know that as well. Yeah. If you didn't mad, know. Mad props. If you didn't know, Caroline. now you know, yeah. or you could listen to the podcast and find out. True that. Uh, during the interview, or it's not an interview, during the conversation, I want to step back and correct myself. They had a six-beer flight, so as the conversation went, you will hear them say, okay, well, let's try this beer next, and this is one that so-and-so picked, and this is what they had. So they talked a bit about the beer. Uh, Caroline actually let Joe take over reading the beer descriptions. Mm-hmm. Normally, that's that's kind of Caroline's realm. Normally, she owns that part of the craft parenting pod, but uh, this time she let Joe take the reins, and he did a phenomenal job of talking about what Third Eye said about their beers. They discussed who's an IPA person and who is not an IPA person. Did you know IPAs are Zach Holly's favorite beers? Oh, yeah. He is 100% IPA the IPA guy. guy. The Absolutely. IPA guy. Yes, yeah, so if, you, if you didn't know. Now you know. Check that out. They talked about the importance. But he's not a double IPA guy. No, he is not. Like, not. like Singular. Like Josh. Like my Josh. Like your Josh. Dip exactly. a Josh. Exactly, exactly. Uh, they talked about the importance of craft breweries and how sometimes you not, might not be aware of how many smaller craft breweries are in your own neighborhoods until you just kind of get out and just start looking like, what is available to me? What is part of my hometown? Do I need to go for a macro or a nationally distributed craft beer when I can potentially get something just as good or even better from the brewery that, you know, I didn't even know was just two or three blocks away from me or that was on the same street as a couple other amazing craft breweries? Seek them out. Find them. Uh, Go to the different spaces. Support the local businesses. Yeah. You know, the, not only are they local businesses, but a lot of them try to be community hubs and do mm-hmm. activities for the community. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Third Eye's no, no different in that regard, uh, and mm-hmm. quite possibly a leader, uh, depending on, on what cause you you find important to you. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Yeah, if you're going to a new area of town or, you know, a different part, maybe you're going closer to the Dayton area or the Columbus area, the Akron area. Bring up Google Maps for where you are, the areas that you're going to be in, and just start, like, zoom it a little bit, scroll around, and see if there's a brewery or what sounds like a brewery. See if there's a bottle shop, a taproom that pops up, and visit and, you know, give your money to these small local places. It is incredibly important. Well, it's not just a donation. They, they provide something great for you in exchange. Well, like, let's yes. Not, let's not, no, 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 right, but the, yeah. The, the brewery may be doing good things in the community and then give back to the community as well. But, but you need to buy their beer so that they can continue to give back to Absolutely, the yes. and usually that transactional interaction also um, helps to grow a real uh, just emotional connection to, to the place, and that's how they're able to sustain through, you know, to tough times during the year when you know people don't get out or there isn't as much uh, going on uh, to drive people out versus when in, you know people come out of their hibernation mm-hmm. and uh, you know just uh, kind of let their hair down so to speak yeah yeah absolutely uh, they talked about the 513 we're gonna cheers on this one craft beer ah we cheers when we say things wrong intentionally cheers. Facebook group that Zach Holly started, how it came to be, why it came to be. So if you have not heard 
the origin story of that group before. Here's another reason to listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. Talked about kind of some of the influences to it and all that. From there, it kind of jumped into Sam Adams being the standard for craft beer, mm-hmm. which I do agree with. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Uh, I, I mean, I think there's a collection of breweries. I mean, it's a extremely small. Local. Yeah, it's yeah. extremely small. You know, uh, Sierra Nevada, Sam mm-hmm. Adams. Sierra Nevada was um, one of the ones that that uh, came out. Anchor. That, yeah, and Anchor. Yep. Rip. We'll talk about them. We'll talk a about bit them later. a little later. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's a very very small collection of craft breweries that. Just yes, yes. Let's just but, say but, yes. But, but, but if you're focusing on kind of the 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 Cincinnati craft beer, oh, without a doubt, realm bubble, whatever, and mm-hmm. kind of trying to keep things tied into that, yeah, Sam Adams Boston beer, without a doubt, is, oh, for sure, is kind of the the standard for for it's, what any craft beer. Interesting, would, you would and I, were, do. you and I were both talking about <laughs> it just before we um, hit the record button. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have not had the remastered Sam Adams uh, Boston Lager. We have not. So I'm almost done with my beer. Possible that we're going to do that, yeah. So yeah, but how about we finish talking about uh, this episode of Blake the Brewery, Brewery Explore, my bad. Kind and of a then mouthful there. It, it is. And then kind of their YouTube little teaser mm-hmm. video that they did. Yep. And then we'll take a quick break. A I need tease. to get I want to get a little more water just to make sure that the stupid dry spot in my throat is is gone so I don't, you know, die again during this podcast. Yeah, don't die. Yeah, let's let's not do that. Uh, they had a big question when it came to to podcasting and, and people that are influential in the craft the Cincinnati craft craft beer sphere. That's kind of hard to say. Craft that beer sphere. That also is a tongue twister. I, maybe I'm doing this to myself. I'm making my own life harder by Putting these words together. It's possible. Who is the gnarly gnome? I know what he is right now, and he's uh, yeah. he's infirmed. Unfortunately, yeah. he's sick. Let's uh, pour one out. Pour one out. Well, cheers. I'm not going to pour out no, any no, beer. No, no, we don't do that. But we're, That's but silly. We're going to cheers to the gnarly gnome and he's, his and his family's health. Yeah, because they're a little know. bit under the weather. But you know what's good is that they, if they're going to get sick, go ahead and get it out of the way before Christmas. After Thanksgiving, yes. before Christmas, get that shit out of the way. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. They, the family knows no what doubt doing. they probably picked up something around other family being around other family members, you know, around yes. Thanksgiving. Yes. And the other things that they do around Thanksgiving. Exactly. They talked about how how Craft Parenting podcast started. So you got a little of the history on that. Mm-hmm. They did not, and please correct me if I somehow did not hear this at all. Okay. They never really talk of, talked about the Misbehavior podcast, who they are, how they started. Yeah, they did. And didn't. I don't know if that's because of the butt plugs. Well, okay, so <laughs> either, but but that's not part of who they are anymore, unless you scroll unless back you far scroll enough on their the Facebook, Facebook page. But I don't know if that's because, well, no, I mean, there's really no good reason for it, but I'm just kind of curious. I wonder why, because they introduced them in the beginning mm-hmm. as, you know, we're here with Zach Hawley and, and, you know, these fine folks from Craft Parenting Pod and these fine folks from Misbehavior Podcast, mm-hmm. but they never really dug into Misbehavior and who they are. And I don't know if it was just they said, and we don't want to talk about the podcast or if it was just an, an honest as the conversation I think, goes, I think they just got railroaded. Like meaning, yeah. like they, they they just got. There was nothing intentional about it. No, they but just it was got something that s- totally skipped over. Th- yeah. unintentionally. Sure, sure. Everyone, I mean, everyone was participating fully in the conversation. It wasn't like 
Misbehavior is a podcast where one of the actual co-hosts ends up hosting everyone mm-hmm. and then providing the, the the samples, and then some of the samples are, are blind tasting, I believe. Right, right. But yeah, I got to the end of looking at my notes. I'm like, oh, oh, wait beer, a second. not butt plugs. Totally different podcasts. Uh, then they dove into some some topics that we've talked about before when recapping Bruce Guy's Booze News. You know, the younger generations are not drinking as much and how potentially the passing of issue two, the legalization of marijuana in Ohio, might affect that or if it will affect that. What will you potentially see happen with that? Uh, I mean, I personally think that, sure, you're probably going to have somebody that's going to try to throw, you know, some some weed into beer and be like, hey, it's a THC beer. But I I think the government's going to shut that down pretty quickly. Oh, you not, can't do it. And not allow. Someone's going to try. Someone's going to try to do yeah, a small you, you batch. Yeah, you just can't do it. But, um, right, 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 right. Yeah, even in, in like, uh, Colorado, it's legal. It, it, back recreational marijuana was legal there. You can't throw right. marijuana into an alcohol product. That's why Seria Brewing, the guy who started and created Blue Moon, he started Seria Brewing. He's a, a THC beer, but it's all alcohol-free. Uh, you're not mm. going to be able to mix the two. Unless you're doing it at home, and you can do whatever the fuck you want there. True that. Uh, then they talked about um, light lager from local breweries and how that's just becoming more and more of a thing. It's which, always, which is true. It's, it, always, it's always been a thing. So a light beer becoming, at a brewery yeah. has been a thing. Why? Because they don't serve big beer, light beer. They serve their own light beer. So whether it's a blonde ale or whether it's a, a, a light lager or a pilsner, they, they all have one. It's just the marketing and the distribution of such has come on uh, a lot more recently. And it's because people who, people who they honestly, it's... Better beer, yes, mm-hmm. but it's more about getting it from... That's really one of the few things where people still feel in craft beer where local matters. Like, a lot of people now have have migrated. Like, craft beer's good. Craft beer can, can be good coming mm-hmm. from across the United States as long as it's within a freshness period. Sure, sure. And I like supporting my local place, but if I really enjoy drinking this craft beer, then uh, I will. But if... My local craft brewery is providing a light lager in a large format. I want to find the one I like and support them. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of a little bit of a tweak in the in the market lately. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, there were a lot of really good conversation pieces to this entire episode. Definitely worth a, worth a listen. I feel like in this episode you don't get to know a lot about who. Blake is, Noah is, Blake the Brewery Explorer, that whole, uh, the whole podcast is, this was really, because it it doesn't follow the typical format of, of his show. Right. But this was a really fun conversation between a group of craft beer enthusiasts, all of whom have a social media presence, be it a podcast, a Facebook group, you know, websites, that type of thing. So it is definitely worth checking out and supporting. And when Blake does podcast with Cincinnati breweries because he's not located in Cincinnati but he's close enough that he it's technically Troy Ohio correct but he's close enough that he comes into town you know Cincinnati area to talk to Cincinnati breweries mm-hmm. and when those shows happen that fits in our it. wheelhouse actually one of the few people in this sort of sphere that we haven't met yet that's true 
I'm sure it's only a matter of time. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all. Bleh. Bleh. Uh, again. In the bleh bleh. This is, I'm telling you, it's, it's Into the bleh, bleh bleh with the connection into the bleh. Exactly. I'm glad you knew exactly what I was trying to say there. Mm-hmm. Those were all the notes that I had on this particular episode. Did you have anything else before we move into the Blake the Brewery Explore YouTube Thirsty Thursday episode? All I have is this one right here where it's okay, bleh, bleh, in the bleh, bleh. You actually had that written down? Oh, yep. my God. There it is. How did you know I was going to say that? I just knew. You just knew? You knew that I would stumble over the end of the recap? Mm-hmm. And we share the same birthday. This is so true. I know, I know things. This is true. We do have that kind of connection. All right, so Thirsty Thursdays with Blake the Brewery Explorer and Noah Jones, who is mm-hmm. the, the producer, co-host. He does a whole lot for the podcast. This was an episode that he uh, steers the ship, so to speak. True that. No. True that. Uh, this was a YouTube episode that I believe was also reshared to the Blake the Brewery Explorer Facebook page, other social medias on November 30th of 2023. It was only about a 10 minute long episode where they just did a recap of season one. It was really cool because they talked about in the beginning one of the most important things to talk about propane and propane accessories. Love propane. And propane accessories. Love them. Got a real, you know, Hank Hill thing going on there. Love it. Absolutely love it. They had a fantastic first season. By the way, deep fried turkey, best turkey. I would agree with that. Followed by second is smoked turkey. Yeah. Like just a full smoked. I don't care if you spatchcock it or however you do it, but a full on smoked turkey. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. And then after that is just like your oven, normal, standard turkey prep. Yeah, that would come in three uh, out of... Uh, a tier of three. How long would it take to sous vide a turkey? Like a whole, like let's say a twenty pound turkey. Shit, I don't a know. Big old bird. I don't know. That'd be a lot. You of- still got to do something with it after. That's true. That's true. I mean, you got to finish it. Right. Right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Deep fry. Yeah. I wonder how long you'd have to deep fry it after it was sous vide. Ooh, good question. Very good question. Three and a half minutes a pound at three hundred fifty degrees in that oil there to fry the turkey. As long as you don't set your house on fire first. Dumb people do that. It's true. If you know what you're doing, you'll never set your house on fire doing that. If you don't know what you're doing, don't do it and let someone else do it until Good. until Good. they can properly teach you how to deep fry a turkey. The more you know. Do, 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 do. I don't have a button for that. Maybe I should. I'll think about it. Maybe in 2024 we'll have a few more buttons into some of the other stuff. Sounds good. Going back to Blake the Brewery Explorer's Thirsty Thursdays, they had a fantastic first season. They spoke with people from a whole bunch of amazing breweries. I'm in the business and I couldn't speak with them people. I know. It's true. It was really cool hearing how excited the two of them were going Man, our first episode, we got to talk to this person from this brewery. And then, you know, throughout the season, we got to talk to this general manager and this brewer and this owner. And just the the amount of awe at what they've been able to do in the first season of their podcast. Good. I loved it. It was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Again, this is going to be a really short recap because it was a short show and we don't want to... Give you everything. We want you to watch. We spent thirty and minutes talking about the first show. I know, I know. We're we're trying to be better at some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, you got not some, everything. Please don't true, expect right. that of us. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Uh, you got some previews of some upcoming shows at both Warped Wing and Almatic. Nice. Um, both of those. I don't know if they're going to be doing the Warped Wing here in Mason or in Dayton. 
I'm assuming probably Dayton, because Elmatic's in Dayton, and that is closer to where Blake and I'm assuming Noah are. So we may not recap them just depending on how that fits. Yeah, I mean, just know that, like we said, it's a, it's a Cincinnati. What we do is Cincinnati-based. They're greater Cincinnati area-based. Um, once you throw the word Dayton in there, we're like, yeah, it's, it's outside, outside the bubble. The, yeah. Outside the bubble. Yep. Um, but... Well, yeah, we please. still typically listen to the shows. We yeah. just don't. It's just not something that. Not something into. we're going to talk about here. But otherwise, please. do you know how many, how long our episodes would be if we tried to do that? We'd have to. We'd have to be here two Tuesdays a week. Yes. Right. However, that would that would happen. Right. Yes. They had some really cool uh, thoughts on talking to smaller breweries versus bigger breweries. Like, for example, a Rheingeist versus. Uh, shoot, I'm, I just completely crooked handle. crooked handle. Yes, with some of the smaller breweries, that was really cool to to hear their experiences with that. And as we teased a little earlier in our show, they have some big news. Big news about the podcast rebranding, how it's being distributed, what you are going to see from them in season two, which I'm big assuming news. is going to start in the new year. They didn't really say when they season say. two starts. Very jealous. I just, uh, I want to say this, Julia. I know you and I listen. We watched. Yeah, yeah. And we know what the news is. We do. I think it's, it's I think cool. it's fantastic. It's awesome. I'm Agreed. very jealous. I don't know what that means, though. I don't know what what uh, well, what the change were, means. Well, there were there were two big changes. Well, I was probably jealous of only one. Of only one? Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, or watch, rather. To find, find out, out which one. Which one, yeah. Let us know. Let us know which one you think Marco is the most... Uh, Jealous of. Yeah. And congratulations mm-hmm. to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can't still wait to see what Still don't know what, what any of it means, but I'm jealous. It's fine. It's fine. They're still going to put out a great show, and we're still going to talk about it when they talk to Well, that's Cincinnati the difference. Brewers. So they put out a great show, and then we put out what we put out. Ours is decent. It's, is I, that what came back in the survey that people are sending to the Gnarly Gnome? We, we have not <laughs> received the feedback. <laughs> people are complaining about us to him. Yeah, he, he. There might be a reason that he's not sharing that information with us. <laughs> like, oh God. No, but he should. He should. Like, he should. Yeah. Maybe if I get my shit together, maybe at the end of the year or like early January. No shits are getting together. I will probably not, but if I do, maybe I'll put out a small survey on our social medias, linked to like a Google form, just asking. The best what podcast you guys- you've ever listened to, or the best podcast that ever could be listened to. Yes. See, there you go. There you go. There you go. Did you have anything else on Blake the Brewery Explorer's Thirsty Thursday from November 30th before we move on? No, but I do like the fact that much like we have done, Mm -hmm. they have put out audio, they put out video, we've done call-in shows, we've done, we've called guests, we've done, like, so they're, they're spreading their wings. Yeah, they're a young yeah. podcast still, as are we. We're only in year Relative, two yeah, yeah. or whatever. So um, I like that they're doing different, different things. And so that, that's cool. And um, yeah, so I, I, I like that. Good deal. Uh, I know that your beer's getting low. Mine's pretty much gone. What do you say we take a quick break? And how about we roll into Craft Parenting Pod when we get back? Okay, sounds right. good. Sounds good. We will be right back, guys. Right. Guys, we are back. And we have, wow, I don't know what happened to my voice there. We have. You good? I, I'm good. You are good. I am good. We have 
Sam Adams. Remastered Boston, Boston Lager. Lager. So, but yeah, this is both of our first time having the remastered Boston Lager. Mm-hmm. You just took a sip. So I did. You, uh, you tell people your thoughts while I take my first sip of this fine golden colored <laughs> beverage. Uh, that's a that's a good tasting beer. That is. That's fantastic. It's a it's a really good tasting beer. And and I feel bad I don't necessarily remember exactly what the previous version tasted like. Being able to do a side by side would be fun, but just this as is, knowing that I don't very clearly remember what it was like before they remastered it. This is fine. I would happily drink this. That's a good in, beer. In volume, yeah. Yeah. That's a good beer. It, and the problem I see is that I think the, the the overarching problem with it still remains. It's a really good beer. It was, in its previous form, a really good beer. Mm-hmm. It is currently a very good beer. This is a great beer. Yeah. It's going to get lost. It just gets lost in the landscape of, you I know, agree. in our local market. I agree. In our local market, it gets a lost amongst all of the wonderful beer we have to select from. Now, mm. you go outside of our market, you go into other markets that are a little more craft starved or deprived. Yes, Boston Lager's fantastic beer and yes. you should get it. You go into an airport and it's, you know, everything that uh, Bud owns and Boston Lager gets you a Boston Lager. Right. But in our market, it just it gets lost. And it and has a, a place. Shame. Yeah, it, it absolutely it, does. It, yeah. it has a place, but and, and it, it is absolutely delicious. But yeah, it's, it's just going to get lost. Now you could you could make the argument. Okay, if you want an amber beer, uh, especially an amber lager, mm, uh, right, right. what other beer are you going to get? Well, they have happy amber, but that's an ale. It's not a lager here on tap. Uh, they had Saunders Lager, uh, amber Sorry. lager. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not on tap here. Um, and you're right, but walking in somewhere and wanting an amber ale feels like uh, 1998. So yeah. maybe 2005. But this is fantastic. It's delicious. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, glad, I'm glad that we saw it and went, we're getting it, we're fine. Because we've talked about it before. And oh, it was yeah. Like, we need to try the new one. We need to try the new one. Well. Yep. I got my shit together, and we're trying the new one. Yep. All right. Speaking of Cincinnati Craft, Cincinnati let's, Craft. Let's talk about the Craft Parenting Podcast. Okay. Episode one hundred twenty-five, the twenty twenty-three Higher Gravity Beer Vent Calendar Preview, which I feel is slightly misleading. Okay. Because when I hear preview, I think you're going to get either little teasers or ideas of what's in the box. Yeah. Which What's they in the are, box? Which they are very good to not expose anything that's in the box. I don't. I don't believe that no. they're one of the one of the people out there that, you know, the first thing they do is they lift off the lid and they see what's in there. Oh, you mean assholes? Exactly. Well, just lifting the lid and seeing what's in the calendar—that's fine. It's posting about. Yeah, it's it posting about it before that day's beer is pulled. That makes you an asshole. Yeah. They don't do that. So no, absolutely and, and, not. And I do want to say before we get into this specific episode. 
every day of Beervent, they are actually releasing a podcast and YouTube video uh, showcasing what that day's Beervent beer is. Um, and they did say that sometimes they might be bulk recording these, so they may be pulling a couple days early. But again, they're not telling you about it until the day of. Yeah, they're not. So it's they're not so releasing them. Zero until, issue with that. No, it's at it, all. It's yeah. actually it. It's it's just smart, right? Oh, it really is. A couple really of smart is. people doing a doing a podcast. But yes, it, it, that's what they're that's, doing. Is there? That's engineering and marketing tied oh, into one cohesive oh, unit. So just absolutely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, you can you can see that you know they're batch recording, so mm-hmm. to speak, mm-hmm. um, and that's good because it works for them and their lifestyle yeah. and their parents, and they got parent shit going on. Absolutely, and, you know, parent shit going on when the kids are super young is different than parent shit. I mean, going I'll be on. I'll be honest. I find it hard sometimes to just post about that day's beer. Trying to figure out, okay, we have to do like a video about this, talking about the. So, okay, we're we're kind of getting like all over the place with this. But I, what I wanted to say is, we are not going to talk about every single day's podcast and video episode that they do for every single day's beer, because we've Liam. said. Liam. Oh, get we're up. gonna get Liam done. Liam, get over here. Hey, Liam, we need we need your help on this one. Could you? Hey, can you let the people know? Are we going to talk about every single day's? Beer Vent Craft Parenting Pod episode. No. Okay. Not that they're not fantastic, uh, but uh, but I mean again, it's yeah, fuck like, out of here. He did his job. Yeah. That's, that's all it. we pay him. For. Well, we don't really pay him, but you know, he did what we asked him he to do. He takes a Jameson. That's true. Is that going on your tab or my tab this week? I forget. Uh, I think it's your turn. My turn. Okay, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Well, I think it was, I think it was on mine last time. So. Right, and that's fine. I just sometimes yeah. I don't remember from week to week, so I, I appreciate you know. I don't want to pass on one of my weeks. Jameson's on Julie. Uh, but we're what they're doing with the daily beer vent post, and Mark, if you want to go into a little bit more detail of this, sure, is kind of, we would just be recapping exactly what they're going to be saying, which isn't really fun yeah, we're not for anyone. Do... So, Marco, would you want to no, run so, down I mean, what those posts are? Yeah, so the, the beginning's a little bit about what you would expect, like they give their intro just like anybody gives their intro, mm-hmm. and then they go into the beer. Uh, today's tell, beer today's is. Beer yeah, is yeah. And then they read what's on the can or the description, mm-hmm. whether it be on Untapped or from uh, Rate Beer or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they, they give you that information. Um, if they have questions about some of the ingredients in the beer, they try and look up answers to those questions. And then like the is next. Is there lactose in exactly, the beer? That, type of thing. that yeah, does yeah. come up, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then what they do is they tell you about the brewery itself because uh, the. Higher gravity beer vent calendar is assembled, and most of the time, there's not a repeating brewery. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they will be talking for the 25 days of beer vent about 25 different, different breweries. breweries. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially what it's been. And if they have personal anecdotes or stories or connections to any of the breweries, mm-hmm. uh, they go in and discuss those and elaborate upon that. So that's what they've been so far. So basically, if you want a deep dive into any of the day's higher gravity beer vent beers, these are definitely episodes that you should check out. Check they, out the, the the days you're interested in. Listen to all yes. of them or watch all of them. They're all going to be fantastic. But what we're going to do 
I say a deep dive. It wasn't a very long episode of the the preview episode. So kind of the overarching, this is what the next 25 days are going to be composed of mostly. That's what we're going to talk about because I think beer event season, higher gravity's beer event season has become a lot of people in Cincinnati's favorite season of the year. It's fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, People are already going, I can't believe I missed that. When do pre-orders start? When can I get one for next year? I love that. And we're not even a full week into, I mean, it'll be a full week when this episode posts, but as of now, we're not even a full week into beer event and people are already going, I can't believe I missed out. I need to know about this for next year, which just warms the cockles as as you might say in previous episodes. So they start this episode, episode 125, with what is or who is Higher Gravity. And then it goes from who Higher Gravity is as as a bottle shop, as a location, into Beer Vent. And I want to thank them so very much for kind of shouting out, like, my take on Beer Vent and kind of what I do for for every day of Beer Vent, which I just started. Huh, what do you do, Julia? Uh, every day I look at the beer that's pulled. I try to see, are there any associated holidays, events? Same thing that Higher is Gravity does. Really make It is every single every day, day of your event. Every day. And I will come dogs. up with a... Uh, like Bone Dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of the month. It's the first of the every month. Single, every single first of the month, I try to remember to listen to it. That was the first it. song? Yeah, it was. Well, it was a snippet of that. Snippet. <coughs> because, my God, they rap too damn fast, and I'm like, I'm, I am stressing myself out way too much about this. Every but, time but I do, every time I hear that, I think of the Key and Peel Bone Thugs and Harmony sketch. That was a good one. That was really. That was fun. a really good one. If I think you guys they, I think they did it twice. Okay. Okay. But the, nonetheless, it's a great sketch. Look it up great on, on the YouTube's. Uh, but but what they kind of talked about what I do for beer event. I've done this for the last three years, I think. Four, three. I don't know. At least three that I can recall. You at least did it the year before we got together for right, Cooper Pop. Right, right. So I, th- I feel I think like it's you did been, it the year before that, too. I might have. I, it's it's Everything all blends together. But I, I pull the beer, and then I'll do a... I'll make up a parody of a song or uh, post a kind of commentary on what I'm thinking about and how it relates to, to that day's beer somehow. And I post it to... It used to be just to the Cincinnati Craft Beer Club group because I didn't think anyone else would really care about like the funny things that I'm doing about <laughs> pulling a beer every single day. Uh, and But now with, with our page, I also post those, those uh, same things to the Truth Beer and Consequences Facebook page so that more people can see them and either enjoy them or go, oh my God, we have to put up the, with this for how many more days? So it's, it's great. It's, it's been a lot of fun. I've gotten a lot of really... Really fun feedback on it. Uh, I was finally called the Mariah Carey of beer vent season. Yay! Like, hey, we know when Julia starts to like come out of hiding, it's beer vent time, and I wear that as both a badge of honor and a challenge. Because oh my God, how can you top Mariah Carey? So, uh, d- but but yeah, not even gonna touch that. Enough on that to tie back into craft parenting pod. From what is higher gravity? to kind of my take on Beer Vent and the parodies that I do. Then they dove into What is Beer Vent, which they read a lot from the Higher Gravity, uh, um, not Facebook page, from their website, the, the kind of the facts on Beer Vent, how the boxes are built, what goes into picking the beers for each day, you know, how early in the year they start planning this. I mean, they practically start planning this 
very shortly after the end of December Mm -hmm. because they do work incredibly hard to find great breweries and great beer that aren't typically found here in Cincinnati or aren't distributed in Cincinnati. So these aren't beers that you can just find on any bottle shop shelf or even the higher gravity shelves. These are specially chosen beers that they work with their distributors and other breweries to bring in. And then they also every year work with a handful, anywhere from like five to seven local breweries to brew a beer that you can only get packaged in the beer vent boxes. If that brewery has excess, you might see it on tap at higher gravity and at that brewery specifically. If they have a couple extra cans that they got from after filling out the beer vent boxes, they might show up on the shelves. But you're not going to see them everywhere. You're not going to see them at every bottle shop in every, you know, gas station. These are special. Yeah. And they are fun. Uh, Let's see. Joe and Caroline uh, did try to stalk us on the day that Joe picked up his beer vent calendar. Yeah. Not flattered, but uh, yeah. But we caught wind and said, "Uh uh-oh. We got a stalker in our midst. That's it. We need we need to jet. And, yeah. and, and honestly, it was a complete miss on my part. Um, Joe had sent a message saying like, hey, you may have a peanut gallery for your recording tonight. And I just, I didn't have time to check my phone that day. And I completely missed it. So my sincerest apologies to Joe. Hopefully you still stayed and had a beer or two before taking your beer vent box home. Yeah. Too bad we missed you. Yeah. But now I will say that there is a correction I have to make to one of the things that they mentioned. Uh, the last two years, Higher Gravity has offered if you pre-order in July, so like the whole Christmas in July thing. Oh, I knew you were going to bring this up. I just want to make sure because uh, yeah. Caroline said Caroline. You know, if you pre-ordered early enough, you got a glass, which was correct last year. Last correct. year there was a special pint glass that you got. This year was an extra beer. Correct. So last year was a glass with a design by Scott Hand, who does all of Urban Artifacts artwork. Mm -hmm. Absolutely stunning, beautiful glass. This year, it's not a glass. It is a 26th beer. It is an extra beer in your beer vent box. I'm assuming that it's going to be on the 25th because it wasn't in the first day. There's only been a single beer in each day so far. So I don't know where that extra beer is going to show up. You might know. I don't know. So when I we'll showed uh, up to start filling the boxes, yeah. all of the pre-order boxes were already filled. We're already done. Yeah. So you don't know where they showed up. No. I mean, and again, and knowing and knowing higher gravity, knowing the care that that Nick and Jason put into these boxes, there could be a holiday or something in the middle of the month where they're like, "This is where that extra beer is going." Yeah, I don't know. We don't. And I, I wouldn't tell you. No, and I would hope not. I, I I absolutely love the surprise, and I have told. Both Jason, Nick, Adam, all of the fine, amazing producers here at Higher Gravity. I would love to help you guys put these together because I know what an absolute labor it is. But I don't want to help you because I don't want any of it to be surprised. Like, I don't want any of that exposed to me beforehand. Right. You don't want to spoil the surprise for yourself. So if you listen to this episode of... You should listen to this episode of Craft Parenting Podcast. But when Caroline says... Caroline! That if you ordered in July, you get a glass this year. That's not not true. You got a glass last year. This year... Sorry to disappoint you, Caroline. Caroline! You get another beer. beer. Uh, Let's see. Don't know what day it is, though. We already talked about how they're going to be posting a podcast each day of Beer Event. Oh, so Um, much. Their their guesses and hopes for what's in this year's box were phenomenal. 
Joe apparently wants a ton of RTDs in this year's beer event. And Bud Lights. Yeah. He's just like, I need. He's like, I, you know, I want something different. I want. I need RTDs and Bud Lights. Caroline won't let him buy Bud Lights. She doesn't want that shit in her house. So Joe's hoping that the beer event calendar. She keeps a. Is the way that he does that. Which, you know, good for Caroline. Yeah. You know, good good for her on having standards. She runs that house. Yeah. You know. She has standards for what she wants brought into her house. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. She said we must protect this house. Uh, let's see. Their guess is on if there may be a, air quotes, prank beer or a joke type beer in this year's box. Uh, and Joe already has a Google Doc and a calendar of exactly what their beer event recording schedule is going to be. Of course he does. Yeah, absolutely. And so far, those posts have been fantastic. So, and so again, Joe's voice uh, changes. He he runs through. He is going through uh, puberty. Puberty and uh, um, in episode was that four? Would have it would have to be is episode four because I don't think because today as we're recording this it's day five of beer event yeah. and I didn't recall seeing a post today yet so it, I, it would have to be day that four. That was day four. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hello, this is Morgan Freeman. No, 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 this is Joseph Thomas, and you are listening. To the Craft Parenting, Parenting Podcast. podcast. <laughs> Joe, we hope you're doing all right. And, and I mean, hopefully by the time this episode comes out and you listen, you're feeling great. So, uh, but no, yeah. it's, it, it was a fun kind of preview of what beer vent season is. It is not a preview of the box itself, because again, in this specific episode, they do not, they haven't seen the box. I don't know if they've even... Yeah, they did pick it up by the time they get recorded because they mentioned not seeing Yeah, they this. picked it up. Um, but yeah, good episode. Listen to it. And if you want deep dives into each day's beer, listen to or watch their daily episodes on Beer Vent. If you just want funny parodies and social commentary about each day's beer, look at the Truth Beer and Consequences Facebook page, and that's where I'll be sharing those. And, that, and you know you want that. Who doesn't? So. Yeah. Do we want to take a break before we hit the last two shows that we're going to be doing? Oh, there's two more. Two more. We yeah, we guys booze news and the Brewbound podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Take another quick break, and we'll be right back. Right back. All right. We've made it. Back. back once again, and we have two more shows to talk about. Marka, you have a new beer. I have a new beverage in front of me that I'm very excited about. I'm excited about that for you. Uh, what do you have? I have Imperial Headhunter. Ooh, yes. Fat Heads, because, you know, that's how I roll. I mean, it's a phenomenal beer. It is. And the Imperial version and the Wet Hop version. Like, all, oh, so good. all variants ah. of, of Headhunter are ridiculous. I'm drinking because might as well. It's it's not a craft beer. It is a handcrafted beverage, though. Mm-hmm. I am having a hot toddy. Hell yeah! Because it is chilly and like hot tea with honey and lemon and stuff. It sounded amazing. And then, and then when you add a, a shot some whi- whi- whiskey, whiskey, a whiskey. I don't know which whiskey. I don't know which whiskey is in this. I didn't ask, but I will when I go up there. But probably gave you just some Evan Williams. That's fine. It's still practically the temperature of the sun, so it's like all I'm tasting is heat, like literal heat and not like a spicy heat. Right. But I can, I'm tasting the tea, I'm getting a bit of that honey, and Good. this is going to be a wonderful way to wind down the evening. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
So we. I have, might get a tequila there. I mean, it's, after this. Well, I was gonna say it's tequila Tuesday, but it's Bourbon Tuesdays now. Well, it's Bourbon Tuesdays Wednesday. here. Yes. I don't know why anyone didn't consult us and say it's right. tequila Tuesday. You guys are here on Tuesdays. What do you want our special to be? I mean, how hard it's would that tequila. Be? Yes. Should be tequila. Well, because they know that we're going to say something like a special in Class Azul or like a spaghetti special and something that they just do not want to do. Yeah. So maybe it's best that they don't consult us for some of these things. All right. We have two shows left to talk about. So, Let's Marco, go. do you want to talk about Bruce Guy's Bruce? Wow. We're going to talk about both of them either way. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, we have Bruce Guy's and... Brew Bound. We saved the bru- the brews for last. Brewbound. Brewbound? All right. Because Bruce Guy's came out yesterday. This is true. So. All right. So this is a national podcast that is talking about local Cincinnati things, which is why we are talking about it. And I thought this was incredibly interesting. Uh, when I saw the, the subject or the title of the podcast, I sent, immediately sent it to you. And I'm like, Marco, we have got to listen to this. We've got to talk about this. Which is great because... I don't know whether you were on that podcast or I was on, like it, like clued into that podcast or I was clued, in, but somehow we both had it on our radar, and then it came off of my pod sphere, mm-hmm. and I follow it every now and then, just yeah. much like when we talked about Adam, which by the way, Adam uh, makes beer is still out there creating content, putting content Dude, out shit ton every of day, shit ton. Amazing. Go listen to Adam makes beer. One day, Adam, come on here um, and and let's talk beer and and spit, uh, you know, uh, uh, poetic or wax poetic about uh, the beer industry. But anyways. And I'll say full transparency on Adam Makes Beer. The reason, even though it is Cincinnati-based craft beer content, so it does fall in our wheelhouse. It, It is. But it is all super technical brewing techniques and really that. Yeah. Like, um, it's not. The everyday listener can listen. Yeah. But what will happen is they'll uh, tune out. Well, and I don't. And it's not because his his content isn't pertinent or worthy. No. It's because it's a technical podcast. Well, and. I don't know enough about it to be able to recap it and give it just. I'd be like, well, he said this, and I don't yeah, know what one that way, means. It's a one-way conversation. It would be a one-way recap. Right, so right. So it's not – we're not – we're not shading Adam. No, no, no. Uh, we it's, love that Adam's doing his content out there. And that's there. why we mention it as often as we do. Like, hey, reminder, Every this week, is out here. Go go watch. Go listen. And right. if you want to get in the business, go listen. If you're in the business, go listen. Uh, go He'll, watch. Right. And he's done interviews with other brewers and other like major yeah. pieces of other local breweries. So th- but again, every conversation has been... It's not... Like the other conversations that we talk about, you know, tell me, tell me about the brewery. What are some of the things that you want to do? What are the things you are most yeah. proud of? It is all so incredibly technical. It literally is about making beer. Yeah, it's about making beer. Um, so, and he was recently on uh, Beersmith, yes, which is a, a beer making software uh, podcast, uh, a podcast from the creator of the beer making software. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway. My point is that I was listening to a lot of beer stuff, and then somehow you and I, I mean, got into Brewbound, and mm-hmm. I, like, came out of it. And we even discussed a topic uh, in our pre-production meeting um, that took me to Brewbound back several years ago mm-hmm. when 
it was hosted by, yes, Justin Kendall, but also another co-host who has moved on. Mm-hmm. And I think he's actually employed by Athletic now. Okay, okay. Um, but anyway, so, uh, but yeah, so Brewbound, um, they talked with, um, they talked with uh, Garage Beer. Yeah, Andy really. Sauer and, well, it, Okay, so the the title uh, blah, I'm I'm getting all over the place with this. The episode aired on November 29th, and the title is "Garage Beers: Andy Sauer and Corey Smale on Finding the Craft Lager Brand's Voice." Okay, so it's a little bit misleading in the sense of half the podcast is opening banter and then Some talking news about information, news information, news. and which, by the way. I know we just had Boston mm-hmm. Beer a, a segment ago or whatever. Uh, they've got a little uh, little legal situation on their hands, mm-hmm. which yep. it seems they're navigating through pretty they, well. Yeah, pretty well. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so it's it's opening banter, brewery news or, or industry news. Or, yeah, yeah, industry news because it'll uh, touch the whole, on the whole RTDs, alcohol industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they lead into the actual main interview, which is halfway through yeah, the whole podcast. It's like a 50-some-odd-minute podcast, and the interview with Andy and Corey starts at about 31 minutes in. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Braxton Brewing still brews garage beer and helps with the distribution, but Braxton no longer owns the actual brand. So basically, Braxton is now contract brewing garage beer which just yeah is a very interesting concept to think about like they no longer own the intellectual property they no longer own any of the branding they no longer own the name they just brew it for some for some other entity and then they help distribute it into the markets it needs to be distributed into and if that's working cool but that was very Odd, I guess, for me to hear because I, I guess, when I heard that bra- the, that uh, Garage Beer was branching off into its own company, I guess in my head I thought it's still all going to be owned by that Braxton kind of umbrella, but it was just going to be kind of a almost side business instead of part of the entire Braxton portfolio. But no, it is 100% not owned at all by Braxton. From what I understood from this, I mean, I'm sure there are nuances and details that someone else could explain much better than what I tried to glean out of this conversation. I, I'm trying to actually, I'm trying to wrap my head around the whole thing still, uh, but I, I just put lemon on you. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it helps me taste better. Um, <laughs> but uh, as we, Rachel can let me. Yeah. yeah. Rachel, you're welcome. If Marco tastes good tonight. Yeah. That sounded so bad. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know so, what we meant, and it was all fine. Correct. So, I I even fast forward into the pod uh, the the episode that we're gonna talk about next, like mm. with Sean Diddy Combs and other things like that. It's like, so would it be so weird if it was a celebrity that decided to create the brand and then own it, and then Braxton made the beer? Um, no, no, but, but this was like the opposite. Was, yeah, it's yeah. the opposite. Like they Braxton made it. created it. They named it. 
they're the ones that started the brand. They're the ones that made Garage Beer what it was. And then they just went, for whatever reason, eh, we're okay with getting rid of this chunk of what we created and letting well, someone else were, own it. it. It almost seems like what it what they wanted to do was monetize uh, the brand and somebody was willing to pay for it. Which, and I mean, again, business-wise, okay, whatever. Fine, if, the, if that's what they wanted to do. And so now somebody owns the brand and now Braxton's brewing it. The only thing I wonder about, it's not the only thing. One of the biggest things I wonder about is they were talking about distribution and mm-hmm. this state, that state, and mm-hmm. all these things. It's like, can, can Braxton make beer to supply a demand for all these that, or yeah. what your projected demand is? And the other thing is that I don't know if all of these markets, I don't know if all these markets depending on their craft beer space mm-hmm. i don't know if all these markets care right that there there were a couple questions like that that i also was going i how does this work i mean when you if you are just contract brewing a beer who actually handles the the licenses and the legalities of distributing it like i do, i couldn't even tell if andy and Corey, like are they locally based or are they out of New York, California? Like where could, where are they located? Let, let me give you another uh, sort of real life scenario. Right. And and is it the place that's brewing the beer that like okay, it's brewed in Covington. So Covington's distribution radius they can distribute to wherever Braxton already has a license to distribute to. Or is this new garage beer company do they have to start from scratch and apply for licenses to distribute to Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, wherever else in the world? You know what I mean? Garage like it's just, Beer is a name. Sounds right. generic enough, right? Correct, which is fine. But but let's let's make it even more generic. Let's just call it light beer in the same can with the same print that Garage Beer has. Yes, nothing has okay. changed, right? Nothing's changed. Even the same brewed by, brewed at. Fine. Correct. Let's just call it light beer. I walked into a grocery store and I can get a six pack of 16 ounce cans of super mass produced beer mm-hmm. for, and it's got a sales sticker on it for $4.99. Okay. Six packs, 16 ounce. Sure. Not craft beer. Now, garage beer, craft beer. Six packs, 16 ounce, how much? How comparable? And you go in there and it's, it's not called garage beer. It's just called uh, light beer. Mm-hmm. Are you comparable? Does it matter? And here's where I'm going to say. If you go into your grocery store and you look and you say $4.99, six-pack, light beer. Yeah. The next, the next closest price point in six-pack, 16 ounces is going to be Coors Light. Mm-hmm. It's almost double the price, six pack, 16 ounce. So, and then in between is a bunch of 12 packs and 30 packs that you can get at a value, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting a six pack, 16 ounce at $4.99. Right. So, what is Garage Beer doing 
And, and it, again, I could say yeah, it's white can, it's pretty basic label. Like, what are you doing to get people to to want to buy notice that right yeah to notice it well they they kind of talked about that a little bit with what they're trying to do with the marketing for it we are kind of jumping around a whole bunch in the order in which they they had this conversation on the brewbound podcast kind of jumping back up towards the top of the interview they believe that we're starting to enter kind of the year of the logger which i feel like we've been saying for three four or five years since the beginning more, of beer is the year of the, of the lager. lager. Uh, they're trying to go back to making the, you know, quote, that your dad's beer, which I don't know if that's necessarily what you want to tr- what you want to strive for. Like, do you want to try to I don't to know say, if we want everyone to trigger uh, memories of their dad. I mean, first, some memories are great. Sure. Some memories aren't. And I don't. I don't know if saying we want to start bringing back or we want to start making your dad's beer, your grandpa's beer. When I think of those things, I think of this stuff was awful. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want necessarily that, like saying, you know, we're bringing, we are reimagining your dad's beer, your grandpa's beer. We are improving upon your dad's beer, your grandpa's beer. That I think would work, but I think a lot of people have the memories of, you know, trying a beer with their dad, their grandpa there, you know, insert whatever, fit, you know, family thing. I oh have my those, gosh. I have those you know memories. I mean, I mean, right, right. I, I was... Um, and maybe the first beers you I, had with them were that you snuck from their Canada barbecue. You're no, like, this it, is it, all, this is great. Most my, of them you're going to go, oh, why do you drink this? You know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, it's an sure. interesting... Yeah. I don't know. For sure. Um, uh, Thanksgiving, everybody's... Uh, uh, we would go to Texas to see, uh, go to my grandparents' house, and um, the Dallas Cowboys football was always on on Thanksgiving. We'd have Thanksgiving, and all the men were drinking uh, Bud Heavy, mm-hmm. and I would get to have like a half a can of a Bud Heavy or something yeah. like that, and I, it, it tasted terrible right you know and it's like i feel like i I get what they're saying with that like i understand the but it tastes terrible because you know my i was a kid and my palate didn't understand what the hell i was drinking right right i did think it was interesting that they mentioned or that they stated that the midwest fell off of the craft beer train early and they're picking back up on light beers faster than other areas of the country I'm wondering where those stats are coming from. I'm wondering where they're pulling that from. And again, are they Midwest-based to where this is what we feel that we're seeing? Or is it based on a bigger, I don't want to say global, but national research? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, Midwest is way, way, way bigger than Cincinnati market. And right. Oh, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. A, We have an embarrassment of riches here, so... It's it's tough to get a beat on the whole market when what we have going on here is is really fantastic mm-hmm. and expansive. But but what I will say is that uh, there there still is a um, a condensing mm-hmm. of stuff going on here, whether it's packaging or you know the what's happening with what you can get at, at your local mm-hmm. local retailer 
uh, depending on the the retailer, right. uh, like big box stores. Um, you know, there's there's shrinking happening uh, as far as variety, mm, and agree. yeah, yeah. And so it's uh, so maybe they're only looking at big box stores and not the crappier consumer. Well, they have to. They, they have, oh, they right, have sure, to be sure, because sure. they even said that big box is their first play. Absolutely, yeah. So you know they're going big box in, and on prem. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're going into try and sell garage beer. Um, I'll bet that Michael, formerly from Adina, has will have a lot to say about this part of of our episode. Oh, for sure. And man, when we get up to Columbus and sit in that no longer empty warehouse of his, oh, I can't. We're going to have some phenomenal conversations. It's, it's going to be, be great. It's going to be great. And so, something that you brought up earlier with how are they going to? What is their plan to kind of market or make this pretty standard-looking can of a? I don't want to call it a standard light lager because we know it's crap, but I mean, how do you make that stand out you amongst all the others? I don't think you need did. to. Now, okay. and I, I hate to cut you off. No, 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 you're fine. I, no, I no, 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 go, go, go. I don't think you need to. I think somebody looking for a cheaply or a, a inexpensive beer, people mm-hmm. don't like when you say a cheap beer, an inexpensive beer, they want a white can, they want simple lettering, and they want to see the price point and the value whether it's six pack 12 pack 24 pack 30 rack whatever it is they want to know um if if i had glaucoma and i walked up to a cooler like i know this one represents uh the best value Mm -hmm. period yeah that's what they want to know and they pull it out whether it's again a six pack 12 pack 30 rack, you know, uh, a cube of beer. Mm, right. Like, right. this is value, and it tastes like, quote-unquote, beer. Yeah. They talked about trying to hit those marks and make you look at garage beer versus these other, you know, these other lager offerings that are out there by being funny as a brand in social media, in advertising, trying to figure out how to poke fun at your audience without offending them kind of like you know playing up on the people that are drinking our beer are probably the people wearing jorts and crocs and I, maybe using that in their advertising they said they they don't think they're they're aware that they that they're probably never going to hit that level of amazing and I don't and I don't even know if this is an actual phrase but I'm going to say it corporate snark like that Wendy's has on some of their social media accounts, yeah. but trying to figure out how to make that the the advertising presence, the social media presence of your brand attractive, really is is almost key anymore. Didn't we cover or didn't we touch on a couple of years ago the Wendy's social media situation? I, I want to say like we, we did. I want to say we. It was. Uh, I don't remember if it was recorded or not, but I know that we've talked we, about. We it. talked about it. Uh, yeah. That and uh, by it's the way, that great. you can go back and um, either find our stuff or you can go and look it up. And basically, that person um, doesn't exist at Wendy's any longer, and they're d- trying to, you know, perpetuate whatever. Uh, 
that sort of they realize that it's intuition and, yeah, was yeah. well and now look at so many other social media accounts i mean there are national parks like the um i think it's oklahoma national park i now follow them on twitter because they have these amazing educational yet ridiculously funny posts right. and that's what's like you know what i'm i am i may never go to the oklahoma state park maybe i will i'd love to but i mean i may never do that but what yeah. they're doing with their branding, the sense squad, of humor. Let's go. Yes, let's make let's take a trip. Yeah, that'll happen. To, uh, we'll do that after the pick. Yeah, yes. after the pick. Because yes. uh, we're because we've all set that that's going to happen. Yes, we we've said it in multiple recordings, so it, it has to. It has to happen. Yes. So, but I I actually find it, and I, I said a few podcasts ago, I have not done what Brett said where. He um, just gets uh, mass-produced craft, uh, mass-produced lager, and then supplements craft here and there. Mm. I will, I will admit, in the past two weeks, I have bought two six-packs of ch- cheap mass-produced lager. Oh my God! I'm so disappointed. No, not really. I know. Drink what you want to drink. I, have, I don't. I have. It was five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> For a six-pack of 16 ounces. I, yeah. I said like 10 minutes ago or right. whatever. Did you say uh, a five-pack of 16 ounces? A six-pack of a 16 six pack. ounces. Okay, okay. I, I, I misheard you. It was for five bucks, though. Okay, okay. My brain and, twisted the numbers uh, around. the beer was... I'm like a five-pack. Interesting. The, the beer was beer, and it was um, fine to underwhelming. And um, would I have liked something local in its place for the same price i would have paid it sure but i don't know if it would have been any better or not yeah. i mean for the purpose for the price point right right exactly but if you're going for that uh i just want to say good luck and i i i hope you do um there's a lot to overcome to get to that space mm. and i don't know if I don't know if the dollars and cents work out to, to right. make that I, happen. I think, I think locally, I think in the current, and I'm just going to say Braxton Garage Beer Distribution Circle, it's going to be fine as long as they don't, you know, fuck up the formula somehow. But I think that getting into other markets outside of where Garage Beer is already established is going to be challenging. But, I mean, good on them for taking up the challenge yeah seeing what they can do let's see, I mean, what, let's see what happens it's still to me it's still technically a, a Braxton beer and I'm using air quotes for people not on live stream but uh, but yeah I mean this was just kind of an interesting little peek behind the curtain on what uh, on what garage beer or who garage beer is part of now and what ties they still have to Braxton um, only other two. The only two notes that I have left. Um, one was about distribution, which we already talked about, and the, so the last note that I have on this is, they currently have regular garage beer and lime garage beer. Yeah. So they talked about is that portfolio going to expand? Is there going to be something else on the horizon? Yeah. Or are you sticking with this? All I'm going to say about that. And the reason you should listen to this episode of the Brewbound podcast from November 29th, Garage Beer's Andy Sauer and Corey Smale on finding the Kraft Lager brand's voice, Bush Peach may have a run for its money. Woo! Yep. 
Yep. Anything else from you, Marco, on this one? Uh, no. Let's, uh... It was a good listen, but I do want to say I wish that they would have dove a little more into kind of the nuts and bolts of the separation between Braxton and Garage Beer, but I understand that that's not what this interview was necessarily about. Uh, maybe that'll happen in another podcast on another platform somewhere down the road, but it is a very interesting thing. Again, I thought Braxton was staying under the Braxton umbrella, but they were just trying to make it its own separate side business instead of actually selling it off. Maybe I just didn't pay enough to the press releases and the news about it, and it's not surprising to anyone else that that's what it was. Either way, good deal. Yeah, good Um, deal. All right, let's take a real quick break because between the the water and the hot toddy and all that. Oh, the water is hitting me crazy. Me too. So let's go ahead and take a quick break, and uh, we're going to talk about some Bruce Guys booze news. We'll be right back. Holy cow. That was fun. Holy cow. You almost fell off your chair. That's how much fun we're having. Yeah. Yeah. And Lula wasn't even here. It's true. See, it happens even without the dog. Uh, What you got in your glass? I have uh, Loji. Excellent. Fantastic beer. The house beer here at the highest of gravities. All right. What do you say uh, we go ahead and run through Brew Skies Booze News from December 4th, 2023? Is it a bear market for booze? Yeah. And then right off the, you know, right off the intro, I see Brett and Mike and I'm like, wow, what are they doing? Were they interviewing for something? They, That's the they're, first they're note. They're all polished up. My, okay, first note that I have matches yours exactly. Correct. Let's talk fashion first. Okay. First off, very nice gentleman. You had Mike, which, slight side note, did you know that the plural for Mike is mice stop it it's yeah it's true so if you have a uh, gaggle, you have a gaggle of, of mics you have a whole bunch of mice mice i learned that on your stupid opinion did you not listen yet i did or did you just miss that little i missed that yeah that was about the the terrible hotel oh the which hotel tied into was an episode fucking of crime and yeah Worst hotel in the world. Yeah, that hotel was fucking awful. Listen to the episode of Crime and Sports that that refers to. I'll look it up for you. It's holy crap, that poor guy. All I'm saying. First off, let's... There's a death involved. Yes. A murder. Yes. Which, I mean, explains just the entire aura of this motel that they talked about the reviews of. Um, So, the fashion... I actually took a couple notes on both Mike and Brett's fashion okay, let's for go. this episode because yeah. it was phenomenal. It stood out. Starting off with Michael D. Morgan. Yeah. He was wearing an amazing, perfectly tailored charcoal suit jacket over a fitted V-neck crisp black t-shirt. And his uh, head uh, was uh, freshly uh, polished. Polished, yes. And yes. his facial hair was uh, crisp and yeah. clean. Yeah, ni- neatly trimmed. Very, very yeah. recently. It's very less done. hoboish. Yes, yes. the The manscaping was done exquisitely today. And then, Good if, job. and then, if we move on to Brett, he was wearing a very fashionable 
Urban Artifact Slim Fit Long Sleeve T-shirt. Yeah. Brilliant design. Hair was, so the, hair was on point. I, I even had his flowing locks are in a very fresh side part today. Yeah. On point and yes. just the, the, you know, the, the presentation. They look just great. Was, they were uh, sparkling. Uh, as it, if there they was were nary- maybe maybe they had a meeting prior to or just after about yeah. uh, maybe I don't know podcasting or podcast sponsoring or you know Jim some Cook. sort of Jim Cook maybe yeah. uh, you know something having to do with the 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 future or success of anything that they're doing. Phenomenal gentlemen, absolutely phenomenal. Great work. Fantastic. Uh, then they got immediately into the question of the day, which they're now doing at the beginning of the show, and then they answer at the end of the show. It's good. It's good. What is the best thing you ate or drank on Thanksgiving? Yeah. So, again, we'll talk about that maybe at the end of the recap. Uh, there was an Anchor Brewing update. Yeah. Basically, Let's go, Julia. Basically, Sapporo gave the middle finger and a big fuck you to the employees and just went... We're, we're just going to auction off everything from the intellectual property to the equipment. Doesn't matter what the employees want. Doesn't, we don't give a shit. Yeah. Brett and Michael are a little bit deeper into it, but basically yes. Sapporo said, fuck all the way off. Pretty much. I did like the, the conversation that they dived into with where is Fritz Magtag and all this? Yeah, and where if is he? They, and if they had the money that Fritz had... Just buy it and like sell it to the employee. Like, you know I what wish I mean? they like, would have went it, down but. a little bit larger of a rabbit hole and extrapolated that to everyday life. Like mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. if I had the money that Fritz Maytag had, and he's ninety years old and he's gonna fucking die at some point uh, soon. Maybe not so soon. He could live to one hundred and ten. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, he has the money to buy this back, and he could sell it back to the employees. He's He's a uh, a businessman. He he wouldn't just you know uh, give it to them for free like right, like right. charity, uh, but he would sell it back to the employees. And then um, I was more interested if they were going to go down. What else would they do with this uh, fuck you money? Mm-hmm. You know what what other things would Mike and Brett want to do with uh, fuck you money? Yeah, that's true. So Brett and Mike know you're big listeners of the show. Maybe that can be your next question of the day. I think it's great. I think I mean, it'd be tell fantastic. us what you would do with fuck you money. Uh, more Diddy Combs news. Basically, uh, this piece of shit. Basically, he's been having a bad couple of weeks. That's all I really want to say about it because I don't want to give him any any more time than that. <sighs> he's a piece of. Shit. Uh, He's not making any money, and Mike was fired the fuck up about that. Oh, I love it. It was amazing. I love it. It was absolutely amazing. And apparently 50 Cent is having a a Mm -hmm. lot of uh, fun with this as well. True that. Very true. Uh, There are dumb brewery laws in New Jersey and Montana. The brewery laws in New Jersey are fucking terrible. Well, what, what they have been reverted back to. I guess we could clarify no, or they tease were still or whatever. Fucking terrible, they were still terrible. However, they're being made even more terrible by because the potential of the reversion. Dirty fucking politicians. Yes, this got yes. all the way to the governor mm-hmm. to improve the the laws to the point where they were close to something that we see every day. Uh-huh. And yep, the governor yep. just vetoed it. He's just like, nah, the 1800s Why? are so much better. Because he is in the pocket of all these lobbyists. Mm-hmm. So he just vetoed it. And uh, it's it's awful. 
it's all the New Jersey laws around craft beer are stupid, terrible, stupid, terrible. Agreed. I don't think there's any debate about that at all. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, then from that, they moved into what the fuck is premiumization, which led to another amazing rant. It's and wonderful. It's, it's absolutely. It's, it's wonderful. Premiumization. It's it's uh, it's wonderful. I actually I stopped. It, Rachel happened to be in the in the room when I was watching this, and I, I think I think Rachel sort of halfway pays attention to some of these things. But I stopped it and I just started to to vent. Yeah. You know, basically what's going on in the economy for the past several years is not un, not any indifferent than any other time in the economy, which is the rich just get richer. Yep. And then everybody else sort of falls into whatever sort of, you know, situation they're in. I don't, I don't know if I have uh, a situation I could banter back with. Yeah, um, I, I don't. But, but, yeah. But, yeah, it's... It's one of those things where I, I feel like, uh, as far as premium categories and things like that, uh, yes, uh, a year ago or a year and a half ago, um, I purchased a premium bottle of tequila. Um, I'm not in the situation or place where I'd, I'd, I'd purchase that again. But um, You're not buying that on a weekly basis. No, right? You're like buying a case not. or whatever. Right. Absolutely right. not. But people are. There are people sure, who could sure, do that. Sure. Um, and I think for someone to do something like that, you know, on occasion, that's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, the once but every like, two years Utopias comes out, I'm always ready to pull the trigger and buy same, one. Yeah. I just haven't. Yeah. And it's, I haven't because it hasn't been, honestly, it's because I haven't gone to a place to try to do it. Right, same. Uh, it's like it's almost like I'm waiting it to fall out of the air. Right, and I'm like, if I happen yeah, to I'll be just, somewhere and I, I see it, can I just okay, pay you for that since it's right here? Like, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, but, I'm I'm not running around to the different you know bottle shops and liquor stores no, and Costco's or whatever. Not. But if I happen to be somewhere and it is there, oh, I'd oh love hell to, yeah, oh, I'd absolutely. love to get it. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, uh, uh, Mike revealed that he's a Kentucky Colonel. It was kind of like a quick little, hey, yeah, and, and I'm one of these. Yeah. So I did a little research. Let's go. There is a Michael D. Morgan that was a Kentucky colonel. There was another Mike Morgan Esquire, which we know Mike's a lawyer. Mike is a lawyer. That Governor Bashir bestowed the Kentucky colonelship on. So um, ah, I cannot cry bullshit on this one. Mike, uh, congratulations, congratulations. Yeah, to yeah. Uh, Colonel. To your uh, colonelship. Michael brings the D. Morgan. I would love to see him do an episode of Bruce Guy's Booze News wearing his all-white colonel outfit. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Mike also explained why he feels... Like? Uh, I got nothing. Uh, why drinksgiving is in a decline. And I thought that his theory or explanation could very well be 100% spot on. There's a difference between a hypothesis and a theory. Yes. And I love, I'm not going to tell you which it is because all of you can look it up and, I mean, you know we know what it is, but you can look it up. Uh, but his um, assertion as to uh, why Drinksgiving has not been as 
big as it has been in previous years, makes very, very good logical sense. Absolutely um, does. I will say as being somebody who is actively a manager in the, the, the bar business, there's a, certainly a difference. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that his assertion is not in any way um, an influence or possibly uh, leading back to, you know, correct mm -hmm. in a way. I, I think it does uh, play a part in a, in a bigger sort of sphere mm -hmm. where that's absolutely understandable. Um, now, I'm without giving away what his what is, you know, deduction was, what I would say is, uh, I would ask our listeners to think about your own personal experiences and what did you do? Did you go out and support a local business? Did you go out and, you know, partake in drinks giving or, you know, the friends giving, uh, you know, at a bar? Did you, did you go? Blackout Wednesday. Blackout Wednesday. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. Did, did you go into it? Have you done it in the past? And what stopped you or what prohibited you? What what was the barrier? Yeah, if and that was a thing, is it still a thing? And if correct. it's not, why not? Yeah. yeah. Correct. If not, why not? And so what I would say is that, you know, we, we can look to ourselves for many of these answers. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Uh, three other notes that I had on this episode and then the sip count. Ah, the yes. most important part of the ah. Uh, Mike's girlfriend's stories are absolutely amazing. So definitely listen to hear about some of the people that he has dated in the past. Yeah. Phenomenal. Don't hate the player, hate the game. True that. Uh, this I thought was kind of funny. They talked about Sam Adams uh, potentially releasing a non-alcoholic beverage that is 60% fruit water, whatever that is, and 40% beer. And then... They're talking about, like, what the hell is this? How is this a thing? And then I'm going, didn't Urban just release a non-alcoholic fruit juice, too? They did. Although that's probably all real fruit where Sam Adams may, may be all fruit flavoring again. I know Urban uses real fruit, so I'm very confident saying that. Sam Adams, I don't know what fruit water is. So I don't want to assume it's no flavoring. Idea. No clue. But I just thought that that was kind of a funny, well, what is this? Isn't this just juice? And I'm like... Brad, sure. didn't you just release juice? Yeah, I don't what? know. What? Wouldn't he be the guy that we'd ask? And Absolutely. If he doesn't know, I don't know. Absolutely. How am I going <laughs> to fucking know if he doesn't know? Jesus. Right. Uh, Non-alcoholic story. He's, he's the guy who just bought a fucking laundromat <laughs> to, you know, right. pasteurize to his beer. To his beer, yeah. Like, Do you I don't, I don't have that kind of that fucking kind of coin. No kidding. What? What? Do you have to put in dryer sheets with that stuff? Yeah, well, we use uh, the 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 big ones, the the big the oh yeah, pet the, ones. the like bounce ex yeah yeah. Well, the the, big. the, the pet ones yeah, they're yeah. like 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 a trifold situation. Yes, yes. I and I, I still I have dog hair over everything, everything. that I have, even yep. though um, over the past year, unfortunately, R.I.P. Um, yeah. Love you, Zeus. We had to say goodbye to the biggest shedder uh, in our house. Sip count. Because that's fun. Was that fast enough? That was fast enough. All right, let's I think go. So. I have got to say, this week's sip count for Bruce Guy's Booze News is amazing. Let's go. 
they Let's fucking go. They hit the golden number. Ah, 69. They, they had 69 sips, which okay, to be to be fair, to be fair, Brett was taking smaller sips. Like you could you could see that. So, if you go by a 1 ounce Cuz he has to be the responsible one. Right. If you go by a 1 ounce sip they still covered 4.3 pints. Are you fucking of around with the sip count? Uh, no, I did two versions. I did our version, and then if someone wants to complain and say okay. you could tell Brett was taking very small that's sips, fine. that's fine. I'm like just to appease the haters. If they did a one ounce sip, haters that's still 4.3 pints. But if you go by our math, two ounce sips, that is 138 ounces. Which is 8.625 pints, which means they hit that binge drinking bell. Ah, congratulations on congratulations, binge drinking. Guys. If yes. you were doing the, uh, if you were. I don't know, if you're drinking, drinking along. Yeah. During the Bruce guys. It was a longer episode, 36 minutes, but that's still a lot oh, of sips. Oh, if you, if you hit fucking eight pints in 36 Woo! minutes. Dead. Woo! Dead. Woo! Congratulations to you, ma'am. All right. Well, this was a longer episode than I thought we were going to have. But you know what? We had a lot of fun doing we it. We did have so, a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And it was longer than I expected. But that's, that's, that's how all we right, do it. Though. Uh, if you like what we've done, please be sure to like, like, rate, subscribe, review, follow, share, tell people about it. You know all the things that we want to do. All of our yeah. episodes are audio only on YouTube. We do occasionally put out some bonus videos here and there. So follow us, subscribe on YouTube as well. We are at Truth Beer Pod on all the social media platforms. You can send us an email to truthbeerpod at gmail.com. Links to absolutely everything that we have is at our website. Believe it or not, truthbeerpod.com. Wow, that includes crazy. a link to our Patreon. So if you want the unedited episodes. Which you do. Which you absolutely do. The only things that I cut out are the silences when we get other beers because why the hell do you want 20 to 30 minutes of dead air while or we the, start talking to people here higher long gravity? farts. Or those, yeah. yeah. As impressive as they may be, we know that no one wants to hear those. No. Uh, we, yeah, that's an experience that no one really wants, but somehow we still manage to get. Subscribe to our Patreon. Links are, are all on our website, truthbeerpod.com. If you like beer events, please follow our sister podcast, Cincy Beer Events. We let you know all about the upcoming beer events happening in and around the greater Cincinnati area going on for about three months. Those release every Wednesday. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I'm missing, but I don't think That's there is. That's crazy that we do that. It is. Cincy Beer Events. It's, we- yeah. Talk about beer events. Beer events. Straight, Imagine that. It's, it's, it's a great show. Follow that as well. Uh, Marco. Julia. What are you going to be doing next Tuesday? Uh, I hope. We do that early. We should be saying, like, after I'm going to be here, you know? You know what? Uh, we're going to do this. Yes. We're going to do this again. And I, we have scheduled to be here. Yes. Follow us on social media to find out if this is where we're actually going to be. And Joe K. I know that we need to schedule a time for you to come and be on the show because you were the first one at Beer Booze Bunks. Um, I honestly think that schedules are a little bit crazy coming up towards Christmas. We would love for you to be our first guest of 2024. So I will send you a message and we will see what works out best for you. Yeah. And we will absolutely 100% get you on the show. You have listened to us for so long. You've listened to us and been a supporter for so very long, and I apologize that I have been so terrible at reaching back out to you. No, but, it's not terrible. But we yes. talked about it. It was like um, it didn't work But I haven't until followed maybe... through. Yes. All right. Anyway, Marco. Cheers. cheers. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, we'll everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye.